time to abandon ship. Can I persuade you to join us for a drink? It's a tradition. Here, here. Jaja, call me, my main man. Quickly, before the Separatists attack, get into the escape pod. Hey! This is escape? Then where the pod? Here's the Welcome back, everyone. This is your host speaking, Josh, and this is Star Wars Escape Pod. If you've never tuned into the show before, welcome to the show. It's uh, it's just, we're a Star Wars podcast that chats Star Wars all the time, every uh, every week. And uh, this week we are chatting about the seventh episode of The Bad Batch, season one, currently airing on Disney Plus. Now this is the last episode that has trailer footage. If you've watched The Bad Batch season one trailer. Uh, we don't know what comes after this episode, so it's going to be an interesting one to, t- to talk about. A lot of speculation involved. Blake and Bryce are returning to do just that. Let's get into it with them. Another happy landing. Welcome back, fellas. Hello. Hello. How are you all doing today? Doing pretty good. Yeah, glad to be back, especially for this uh, exciting episode. I'm sure it's been all the rage, everyone talking over the weekend. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's been it's it's an interesting episode, of course, because it's the uh, it's the last one of the season trailer that we had when uh, when they they released the full the full size trailer on uh, YouTube and whatever else. So from this point forward, we have no idea what's going to happen with the right. show. We don't, you know, we don't know what what the future episodes hold. And uh, there's still another, uh, what is it? Another another nine, eleven, something odd episodes to go, or something like that. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know actually that uh, that like up until now we've seen you know stuff that was featured in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I kept I kept pretty close tabs on that. There's going to be 16 episodes. Uh, last one airing on August 13th. Oh wow! Six Wait. out of the 16 episodes, we're now seven episodes yeah, in. Yeah, basically halfway. Basically halfway through, and we have no idea what's going to happen. Uh, you know, I, I watched the trailer a couple times because I, I was really. I really wanted to kind of see like, hey, what's what's going to happen? What's going to show up kind of thing? Where is this show going to go? Right. And uh, after watching it countless times, I'm I'm all, I'm convinced there is no more footage in that trailer that shows up now uh, in the show. Uh, it's uh, mm-hmm. and because it's such a short season, I highly doubt we're going to get a midseason trailer, which, you know, I know it True. happens when when there's like a, a year long thing. Sometimes they do a midseason trailer at like Christmas time or whatever. And they do remodels uh, and everything, too. <laughs> Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna get that though. It's just gonna be a very, a very seamless transition through the next rest of the season, and and uh, we're gonna finish up whatever story they're trying to tell. And you know, from the from from history, you know, we can all vouch for the other animated shows in the sense that they get better as time goes by, right? Because the first season is always setting stuff up. Uh, I, yeah, I, I would say that's pretty consistent. I hesitated a yeah. second on Rebels, but I think that's true there as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it kind of tapers inwards or whatever the expression you want to use. But I find just after the first initial wave of whatever they're doing for a show, it, it tends to get t- 
tends to get a little better. Uh, the storyline. The storyline, yeah. just gets more, yeah. like, intense. As yeah, someone that wasn't quite aware of, like... I, I, I didn't know that this is kind of, like, a pseudo, like, mid-season finale. Like, it was pretty fitting. Like, it feels mm. like a page has been turned, like, now right. that this episode, like, now that I've seen this. No, right, yeah, we finally, we finally got to the... Uh, conclusion of the whole wrecker headache thing and everything yeah. and just just to kind of recap exactly what episode we're talking about for anyone who's tuning into this later uh this is season one episode seven it's the episode called battle scars and uh you know just as a quick a quick summary uh the bad batch meets up uh with well rex actually finds them and they have to they end up going to uh, a very familiar planet, which we're going to talk about in just a moment. And uh, they're finally acknowledging the headship ordeal and, and they're they're off on their own mission to get that sorted. So uh, that's the episode we're we're going to be we're going to be chatting about. But, uh, you know, let, let's just get right into Rex, because like, you know, th- this this dives in pretty quick with introducing reintroducing his character in these shows. Um, shows up and gone all so fast. Yeah, I mean, he's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's here for you. Disappointed, you're like, no, don't yeah. <laughs> I mean, Rex is such a he's such a big character to to Clone Wars and stuff. And and you know, Bryce, you said something really funny when we were watching the episode because we'd already seen it, and you know, you were like, oh, now I see why you guys like the episode. Yeah. Um, is it is it? Um, AJ brought something to my attention last week when we were chatting about the show, and he said he said something along the lines of how he wishes that less familiar characters kept showing up because now almost every single episode we've had at least one. Right. Uh, is this something that bothers you as well? Or is it something that you embrace wholeheartedly being a sequel to Clone Wars? You just don't really care. Like, well, you have to use it like sparingly. Right. Like, like, I don't know, like, uh, cause the more you do it, every time you introduce like a character that's, seen before the galaxy gets a little bit smaller right mm-hmm. like, yeah. yeah so you have to i think you got to be pretty wise with like how many people you're like throwing in right and like how many new kind of characters you're introducing but uh, yeah. it, it, it was fitting to me like it didn't feel like crazy it didn't feel out of place yeah. yeah you know and considering the story arc that happened uh, i know josh you and i had speculated very heavily this is exactly what was going to happen and yeah. i don't know if i could really think of a lot of other ways for them to figure out how to deal with the chips right yeah and it's it's uh, and as as far as like rex goes i mean who's the guy who had to have it taken out in the first place i mean it really makes perfect sense as to why he would show up in the show again right uh to address the frequent appearances of familiar faces uh I don't know. Like, like I'm, I'm, I'm half on board with it in the sense that that Clone Wars was not. It was based around the main characters of the Skywalker saga, right? And that's the, that's kind of like where I'm coming from as a Clone Wars sequel. Uh, seeing these familiar faces to me, it doesn't bother me too much. Uh, if as the story goes on a little further, though, I would like to see a little less of it. Just. So because you, I'd like to get into you these. don't want to see Vader with like the new 501st super early uh, into the no. Empire. I mean, I, I can wait. I can wait another season or two for that to happen. You know, it's it's more like 
so far there's been we've made it through half the season and every single episode has had a familiar face whether it be kane and jaris or something mm, right true. it's yeah. been at least one yeah. yeah uh we had fennec shand you know like it, it's been the uh every desert, single episode deserter clone yeah cut laquade from clone wars season two uh you know there's been a familiar returning clone wars cast member of some kind ever since the first episode right the Mar- the martez sisters and everything else so i mean it, it doesn't bother me because this is a clone war sequel like if you just take the you know like when we were watching clone war season seven it's like i'm not surprised that bo katan shows up be- mm. or whatever because you know it's like it's clone wars like yeah. she's shown up before but and at the you same know. time because it's funny because now you bring it up i never even noticed that every episode is yeah. seeing someone <laughs> too. And I think it's because it's week to week. So you forget the last episode right. you yeah. saw someone again, but if it you is watch every them, episode. Yeah. If you watch yeah. them back to back, you'd be like, what the crap is going on? It's like their kids playing in a playground. There's only 10 kids there. Yeah. 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 yeah totally. Yeah. It's tough. Cause, cause it's almost um, like counterproductive in like the story they're trying to tell where yeah. These characters should feel very alone. Yeah. But it's just, yeah. they just keep running into like their best friends. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is true. I mean, even, even Saul Guerrero showed up very early on yeah. in the show. And, and, uh, you know, as cool as it is to see some of these characters, like, I think I would like to, uh, move away from that now in the later half of this season and, and going forward. Hopefully they'll do that. I'd hate um, to think this is the reason. Maybe they just, didn't have the budget or the time to create new characters like modeling everything <laughs> casting yeah oh, I, you know I, it <laughs> right. must be it must be really i mean this show it's, it's it, i think it was a rebels thing too right so because they were super yeah, budget tight yeah yeah so for rebels i think you know which which really uh in my opinion it it really uh it, it was at its best i think when it did bring in some of those familiar characters because we all missed Clone Wars at the time, which was canceled, and 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 Rebels really did a um, uh, it, well. It, it filled the the gap in a way yeah. for some of these storylines that weren't able to finish completely, right? And so we got some cool stuff out of it. I mean, you know, we had the stuff with Maul and Kenobi in the desert, and uh, all the Ahsoka Vader stuff, and and you know that was all really awesome, right? Uh, and and I'm glad that I wouldn't take it back. I wouldn't exchange that for anything. Uh, of course, I would exchange that entire show to get the rest of Clone Wars, but you know <laughs> that's just me. Uh, this is a Clone Wars sequel show, though, so I yeah. mean, I'm I'm kind of expecting all these characters from Clone Wars to show up the way that they just did frequently in Clone Wars, but except we we are focused yeah. in on another set of main characters now, right? Here's the so thing. So I'm too, kind though. of hoping it for to be less frequent as it goes by, excluding Cut Quaid. They're basically all characters that we saw in the final season of Clone Wars we got last fall, which means they were all yeah. new models, right? And they're all like freshly done up. So they saved all that time and money just using those same ones again. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Uh, they did remodel Saw Gerrera, I noticed. And I think Tarkin had a once over, but yeah, most of them were the same. Like the, the Trace and Rafa... Yeah. Right out of season seven. Yeah. Uh, a lot of those characters, Rex, you know, uh, I'm sure we might have more. Uh, we had the first ever Fennec Shan show up in animation, which was cool. Uh, I, I, I actually liked that a lot. Uh, I I feel like it was a bit of a 
marketing thing yeah. for Book of Boba Fett coming out later this year. Obviously, she's going to be a big part of that show as well. So uh, maybe they were just trying to start her origin story of some kind. I, I don't really know. I but can see that. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on in Star Wars right now. We got the War of the Bounty Hunters comic series kind of on the shelves and Is she in coming there? out on a weekly basis. And no, but uh, it's she's she obvi- wrote, she's probably. alive in that <laughs> in that time. Yeah, I would not be surprised if she was. They just recanonized uh, Dirge in yep. Star oh, Wars and awesome. brought him into the series. I'm excited. So. About that. Yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff happening in there, and and I, I highly doubt that the, she's not gonna she'll she'll be in there at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, it's it's yeah, just yeah. a matter of like going from point A to point. Oh man, they're definitely e gonna whatever. do a storyline where Boba and her meet, and that's how they know each other for when I guess right, she yeah. helps him uh, deal with his post Sarlacc uh, deformation. <laughs> yeah, something like guess, that. Yeah. Something like yeah. that. <laughs> Yeah, you never know, right? I mean, I mean, Django had Zam. Now Boba's got Fennec Shand. So it's, it's, it's like funny. father, like son. Bryce, you could probably point to this more, uh, but the old books where like it was also Boba got out of the Sarlacc pit, but he was being nursed and brought back and helped by uh, Dengar. Dengar. And now Dengar yeah. has just been replaced with Fennec Shand. <laughs> Yeah, he wasn't he wasn't cute enough. <laughs> it makes me wonder if if characters like that will show up in in Book of Boba Fett. And it's I I mean I know we're talking about Bad Batch this episode, but just to kind of touch up on this, uh, the, uh, the there was some recent news that showed up online. I don't know if you guys read that headline or not, but Book of Boba Fett's been supposedly announced to also recover the story as to what happened after that Sarlacc pit. Yeah. Oh, like cool. where he's been ever since. Yeah. Like flashbacks or something. Yeah, yeah, something like that. So, uh, I don't. It's going to be cool to see who shows up because you know that's there's a five year gap we're talking about, so there could be a lot of familiar faces. Shut up, uh, Dengar. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the best line from Bosk in the Clone Wars. Oh my gosh. So, uh, yeah, lots of familiar faces in the show so far and, uh, you know, hoping to see, hoping to see less of them as we go forward. Uh, But it it is cool, though. I'm not I'm not, you know, slapping the show around by saying I don't like it at all. It's just it's just uh, it it would be nice for them to do new stuff. One of the one of the um, and, and the only reason why I say this is because I think when Clone Wars was at its best was when it was doing something new and something completely different. Right. And uh, like Mortis, right? Like it got weird and it got, it got crazy. And I think that's where the animation shows shine, right? They add so much more to the lore in, in a lot of ways. And, and uh, I think this show has a lot of potential uh, for telling this transition of the Republic Mm -hmm. into the empire. And uh, it would be cool to kind of get back to that. And we've kind of been drifting away from that uh, and the uh, the crosshair storyline a little bit. I think that that's exactly where we're heading next now, though, because now they have proof of how they can get rid of the chips. Now that the empire has been notified uh, that they're on Bracca, That too. It would be interesting to see if that news reaches Tarkin's ears and he sends crosshair and the team after them. Uh, And then, yeah, maybe we'll we'll finally get the the pursuit of them for the rest of the show. Yeah, or something honestly, like that. I've been really looking forward to that part of the story, so I'm kind of getting antsy for it, if I'm honest. Yeah, do people yeah. like Crosshair? Like when when you're like, "Oh, what are you what's like your favorite member of the crew?" Do people answer Crosshair? 
Probably not. At this, point, <laughs> at this point, I think people have forgotten that he was part of the crew at this yeah. point. I mean, he's just like, it's been half the show. And we haven't seen him since like that as the second episode, I think it yeah. was. Uh, so he's, been, I, he's been replaced by Gonky. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> All right, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like him as a character, though. I thought he was pretty cool, and and uh, they were they were going interesting places with his attitude, and he was just kind of the the mysterious, sketchy one that they kind of had on the team, which they don't have anymore. It's, and it's always the sniper character. He's always like it's always the, the sniper character, like yeah, loner yeah. dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's always the 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 sniper's always the the loner, grizzled. Like Sev from yeah, Republic yeah, Commando. Exactly. I was going to say, it's kind of interesting how in Republic Commando, Sev is also the one that goes missing at the end, right? That yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So uh, this was an interesting episode because it uh, it re-brought uh, us to, it brought us back to Bracca, which is um, the planet that you start off in in Jedi Fallen Order, dismantling massive starships and, and stuff uh, from the... I forget what those that position that job position is called, but there's an actual name for it. Like a scrapper or whatever. Scrapper, yeah, yes. That's good. Thank I was going to yeah. say dismantle. Scrappers. I think it's a scrapper. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a scrapper. So yeah, it's uh, the scrappers guild or whatever. <laughs> so it's cool. It's cool to see. Uh, there's there's uh, you know it's cool to see this planet because I always thought it was such a cool location for them to introduced in the first place in that game. Oh yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome, right? Like and and the levels were you know, amazing and, and, uh, so detailed and, and to have a planet that's not a junk world like Rex is prime, but to be like a, like a graveyard, like a ship graveyard mm-hmm. planet instead, like kind of makes sense to have, right? And, like it's, and the empire uh, has an excuse to say that they're recycling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> recycling all the metal just yeah, sits there gathering rust but yeah like poisoning all of the dirt and everything but yeah, it's really good because it reminds you that there is some sort of like a galactic economy like they gotta reuse these ships like what, what right yeah. Like, yeah it's still good and, materials and then, yeah it's something we do on earth right big wars yeah. are over and then there's these like surplus of all this military weaponry like what what happens to it yeah yeah, yeah. it's really yeah, exactly. cool like some of the imagery in Fallen Order, not to change the subject, but like was so cool to see like mm. those big lasers like cutting these like ships yeah. in half. And, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. So I yeah. really like that they they brought Brackus back. That was a, a treat. Yeah. Which is an, I think another reason why this episode's good is they keep giving like little like little tidbits yep. and treats for for the viewer. <laughs> yeah, and and you know when I said that this episode was good, right? Like because you kind of you kind of like. You're like, oh yeah, Rex is in this one. That's why it's good. But I was actually, it's. I, I actually think it's. I mean, Rex is always cool to see. But I, I really like this episode because they finally, first and foremost, they finally got to that plot line with Wrecker's headaches. Yeah. They got to get these chips out of their head, right? I mean, first we've been like talking that, about hit, that for yeah. weeks. Yeah, for like, weeks. And finally, it's like, oh, thank goodness! Like we finally get that. Secondly, I love the fact that we went back to Braca, and. It was just a very well-paced story, you know. Like they start off, they they they're on a job, they come back, they completed a job in the first two minutes of the thing, and now they have to go on this personal journey. They meet like this character that they've had co- like a you know pre-existing relationship with, and you know they have to they have their own challenge along the way. They got to face a monster of some kind, right? Like it, it was, it yeah, just felt very Star Wars to me. Yeah, it just felt very like very Star Wars to me in terms of story pacing. And, and that's also a reason why I liked it a lot. Uh, visuals were great. 
I mean, and one of you guys commented on all the all the map paintings in the background and and uh, uh, the yeah. scenery. It was well done. It's really cool, and they did really good ambiance as well when Wrecker like turned on them. Man, that's what I was gonna say. The whoever I don't know, like if there's different uh, like showrunners for each each episode, but the 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 music felt very different. Like it was like the the ambient like like tones and like mm. thrums felt very cool, and then like did you notice the way that the I feel like the lighting and like the mood and the camera angles changed when Wrecker like turned evil? I thought yeah. that was really well done. Something yeah. that I think set this episode apart from like a lot of the other stuff, which mm. felt um, just kind of like your standard you know mm. episode. Uh, yeah, that's that's a great point. Uh, it's, uh, they did a really, really good job on the cinematography of, of this one when, uh, like it made Brecker feel really scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah, yeah. Cause like he is like super strong too. Right. So it's yeah. like, you, you have <laughs> that, um, get away from him. Yeah. You have that, uh, oh, what's the. What's the Here's Johnny movie? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Johnny Bravo. Yeah, Johnny the Shining. Bravo. You have the Shining moment where he's like looking through the, you know, the thing. Oh, at, yeah. At Omega, like with these like crazy eyes. I don't know. I kind of, I thought like that kind of stuff was good. Like it's like, oh, man, he's no longer a good guy. Right. Here's Johnny. <laughs> so uh, it was uh, Saul, Saul Ruiz did this episode. He's the same director who did Aftermath, which was the 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 very first episode of this show. And he also did Cornered, which was uh, the same episode that uh, Fennec showed up in, I believe, as well. So, uh, so far, all his episodes have been pretty awesome, uh, at least in my opinion. I've really enjoyed all his stuff so far. So he's, so he's a director who's to the watch other, for sure. Who's the other poor schmo that does all the episodes that you didn't like as much? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, other people actually uh, they've they've uh it's funny on these on these um, animated shows like the it's it's the producers and the the showrunners that kind of maintain constantly through the through the program and then week to week there's usually a different guest director or something like that uh or just a reoccurring director that has every eighth episode or fourth episode or whatever but so far all his stuff has been some of the better episodes for sure um so yeah it's pretty cool to see uh let's see i don't know did you guys pick up on anything anything else in this episode that you kind of want to bring oh, up the rant a little i was yeah yeah go for, yeah, it. Go for it. it got a couple of little rants uh mantel mix that's gonna be a galaxy's edge <laughs> for sure yeah you, <laughs> no you brought this up and i wrote it down just in case uh, you did want to talk about it so i looked it up it's not it's not current at least as far as i can tell well, this is the first episode that it's yeah. ever showed up in so give it like a month's time and yeah next time you go or to galaxy's edge i'm sure i think it'd make a great cereal oh yeah for sure yeah. Mix by I know, Did, disney likes their exclusives though so i'm and all they have to do is just get like candy popcorn and relabel it like it's literally no yeah. effort yeah, yeah, it's it's like it looked to me like if you guys have ever had that kettle corn, it looked like yeah. k- kettle corn popcorn with like some cranberry in the mix. Just so like you, some get bread, the, uh, you get the candy you know? flavored ones that all come in like rainbow. Yeah, colors. That, that stuff. Yeah. Like the multicolored one. Yeah. It, yeah, totally, it reminded it totally me of a like that. pink, pink elephant popcorn or lucky elephant or whatever the heck. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah it's like these pink candy. It's just different colors. That's why I think they because 
they didn't really it's not like some crazy like alien snack it's like they're no. literally eating popcorn yeah it's just literally <laughs> colored right, popcorn yeah. right yeah it's uh, just red and gold feels too planned i think you were on something there that seems like a disney move or yeah. merchandising yeah yeah so yeah i mean it's, it's it's a special from ord mantel city but I'm, I'm sure we'll be able to import it through galaxy's edge at some point in the future that's that's a good one nice. for sure we could jump the gun here and start selling ourselves on the side sell just on amazon beat him to it yeah <laughs> <laughs> just re, re-bag it hey we can we can check if it's like can we check if there's like a url or if it's trademarked somewhere already <laughs> maybe we funny. can like make some money and just you know, patent it before they do. Mentalmix.com. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, rant two, not not as big of a rant, but why was everything so rusted already in brackets? It's not that long since the- <laughs> Right. <laughs> water, I assume. It's, 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 yeah, a, I good, it's so. a good point that you brought that up. Yeah, maybe the water, maybe it's like, I don't think it's acid rain. It's because, such, a, such yeah. a minor thing to see, but I was just like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I I liked the the backgrounds, but I thought they were a bit washed out, like a bit hard to. Yeah. Everything everything was just kind of the same texture. That's All true. rusty. Yeah. yeah, browns and grays, yeah. really. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so cool to see. But... Bit of a difference from Fallen Order, where it's like blue and raining everywhere, right? Like different different environmental lighting, I guess. Uh, Which did you but... like better? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I kind of like the, you know, Raxus Prime and Raxus in general, like, I, I, I guess those junk worlds and the, even the one that we find Maul on, whatever the one that was, they're all very orangey. So yeah. uh, I think, you know, I think I might actually prefer how we see it in Fallen Order. It's like mm-hmm. a different environment, right? I thought uh, so too. But yeah, I mean, still cool to see the planet. But yeah, that's, that's a good point for sure. It's interesting though that we kind of see it like in this show is you can definitely tell that there's going to be massive changes coming soon. Like it's too early after the war for them to bring everything in. Yeah. Like, cause there's only really that one Republic cruiser and that was it. Yeah. I mean, there, it must be a bigger, a big planet. I mean, they, they got, they, they should have everything there, like trade federation ships and yeah. But I mean, the in works, the game, right? it was super, super busy. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, think, so is is Cal Kestis working for the Empire or for the scrappers that own the planet? It'd be the, the scrappers, scrappers, I think, because yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know if you noticed the throwaway line, but they called them the Scrappers Guild. So there's actually guild, a yeah. guild of yeah. scrappers, I guess, run the planet. Yeah, yeah. So you and got the, the Bounty Hunters Guild and the Scrappers Guild. Don't be confused, because the Bounty Hunters often scrap. Just That's right. Not that they're, they're scrappy, but they're not scrappers. <laughs> there's a minor difference. <laughs> there, there's also the 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 miners guild, right? Right. There's, yeah. a, there's a mining. There's a mining guild, a and I guilt. think I think it's the mining Stone guild Masons. that is. Yeah, though they uh, they eventually Woodcutters. do get owned by the empire at some point, because in rebels there were some mining guild tie fighters. I'm pretty sure. But uh, I don't they have know. Tie mate. fighters. I, 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 there was a special kind of tie fighter that showed up in Rebels, uh, which was I'm just looking it up here. It's it's like a yellow framed tie fighter with like a half of the wing. There's like a big wedge taken out of it, so that each it looks like a normal tie fighter aside from this wedge portion missing, and it's yellow and black. 
So I don't know if you remember those from the show, but uh, those were... I think it's from they, the whale episode. Right? They represented the, the mining guild in the Empire. And I'm pretty sure they uh, they were just because the mining guild, I guess, was an extension of the Empire's, you know, companies, I guess. So it, it's interesting to think maybe at some point that the Scrappers Guild could be, uh, I guess, closely affiliated enough that they just get absorbed by the Empire in some way, shape, or form. Maybe they'll get uh, their own TIE fighter. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I mean, this this Bad Batch season, I think, uh, takes place over the first year after the purge and everything. And Fallen Order is is about five years later. Okay. So there's a bit of a time gap between this show and and that game. But it would be really cool to see Cal Kestis show up in this show, like. I'd be fine with that. He's got to like, show up somewhere, right? I mean, I would, I would love it. Like, <laughs> see, that's a familiar face that I would want to have at any point in the show. He'd be yeah. super you young, know? though, wouldn't he? Yeah, five years younger. Yeah, he would be like pretty young. Yeah. 12? So he'd be about thirteen, uh, maybe. Yeah, I do think. You know what? I think maybe Calcasus would be better utilized later. Yeah. Yeah, he's been trying to hide his powers for the longest time. So uh, you might be he's right. Kind of, about he's that, a bit yeah. of a wimp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't have any. Wouldn't have any powers. Yeah, I was a little let down when we went to Bracca. I thought we'd see him there, and you like wave at the camera or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of other characters that could show up in this time period. I mean, like um, even characters that we haven't seen before. Uh, do you have Bryce? Do you have any? We just talked about how we don't want to see any more characters that we know. No, I know, but I'm, I'm just I'm just speculating as to well, not completely gone, but I mean, when we do, there's got to be some purpose to it. But I mean, like if there is any Dexter from even the expanded universe, yeah, sure, yeah, that's like, that's a, a good cameo. one. Yeah, like that would be that would be pretty cool. Like, it, can you think of any that would like that that would that would kind of get you excited? Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I have to think about it for a little bit. Not off the top of my head. Um... I had this conversation with Blake last week in one of the episodes or something. I, I said to him, the one character that I would love to have brought back into canon, maybe utilized to some degree, would be Furious Olin. Oh, yeah, from the uh, from that line of comics, right? Uh, yeah, he showed up mm. a couple of times in various places, but he was, he was primarily in the Jedi Quest Scholastic book series. Right. And uh, and the Jedi, la- the last of the Jedi series as well. Yeah. Uh, that was that was a good, but I mean, a he, good run. He now is in a similar uh, similar role as Cal Kestis, though, kind of. Kind of, yeah. But he wasn't yeah. Anakin's like yeah. number one adversary. It's true. Yeah, he was <laughs> supposed to be kind of a a rival of of Anakin's back in the day, and then he never showed up in Clone Wars. Right? I guess just the show just never never went there but it would make sense that he didn't show up because in the expanded universe he was kicked out of the jedi order before the clone wars happened uh he skipped that whole thing and that's kind of the reason why he survived the purge so you know kind of like thrawn just showing up and being recanonized like if there were to be any character that could make sense to reappear in this time period that's kind of the one that I could think of that I'd be like, that'd be cool to see. Oh, I know. Yeah. I know who I'd choose. Um, I would love it if, if they did a quick uh, Ben Quadraneros. 
uh, <laughs> yeah, I feel like he'd really bring a lot to Amazing. an episode of uh, Bad Batch. Amazing. Is Ben Guadagnero right. still alive? Ah, sure, man. He's probably <laughs> ruling the pod racing circuits now that like Sabalba and Mannequin are gone. See, here's the thing about characters like that, right? Like we don't know them well enough that it's like, oh yeah, I remember them. But yeah. they're they're still like infrequent enough or even non-canon enough that that you know their characters I would still like to see brought into a show it's like this, and they would service. they would still be yeah. new, right? It's pretty much the fan service. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, fan service, or or even just a new main character of some kind. Ben Quadraneros, maybe a cameo for sure. Uh, I bring him up because I saw a meme the other day where it was like, um, um, Ben Solo wasn't named after Obi Obi Wan. Han Solo was just a huge fan of Ben Quadraneros <laughs> in the races. Son. Yeah, that would make that perfect a good sense. Racer. That would yeah. be amazing. Oh my goodness. Or Kidster. Maybe we'll have Kidster show up. That's who I was yeah. trying to think of. Yeah. I was going to say, I think last week uh, I said Baron Jade, but I was going to change it to Kickster. Kidster. <laughs> I changed a, my mind. It's, it's Kidster. <laughs> see that that's Wizard Annie? Kid? That's, yeah, that's yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. That's I mean, that would be like Annie. if he just showed up at Darth Vader's intervention. It's just like, you remember me, man? Like, <laughs> I was your friend. <laughs> What so, happened? Uh, what have you been yeah. up to for the last 15 years? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be actually a really funny conversation, a good bit. Yeah. So, yeah. This, you know, this episode I feel like went went pretty well. It leaves on a bit of a cliffhanger too with Empire being reported to and they're still on Braca. So, you know, we very well might get more Braca. Um I just want to take a moment. What do you guys think speculating wise? What do you think is kind of coming at us in like the next half season kind of thing you know until until the finale like what do you what do you kind of want to see what do you think we're gonna see well we're definitely going to see them somehow save crosshair and whether that's going to be and he's going to be saved or i do absolutely we're gonna have to they're gonna have to kill him off or something that would be a twist, but I feel like the means are already there to do it. And I honestly, I think it's even going, I think what's going to happen is they're going to get him at Camino, and they're going to get help from that droid, the same droid that helped fives. Okay. Because they've already showed that droid in the season, and there's got to be a reason for that, which, right? Which droid is this? He's like the hover uh, droid, right? Yeah, he was friends with oh. Omega. Okay. In the first episode, they both kind yeah. of hide in that room. Or they they both break into the uh, Bad Batch's bedroom, whatever, and they get caught. Yeah. And she gets arrested for it. Yeah. Josh, do, do you think they're? Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I was, was going to say, Josh, you're still thinking that Omega is going to come out as a Jedi. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm 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 kind of torn on it because, like, on the one hand, I I feel as if her for sensitivity is just it's not that far away kind of thing you know i i think it's i think it's almost bound to happen at some point that that they would potentially reveal something like that it just seems like it could be a thing i read uh, i think so as well yeah. yeah i read a really interesting theory online the other day so maybe i maybe we shouldn't share other people's theories but they pointed out that they could have been uh 
is funny because everything always can expect a Ray, right? Could have been right. a Palpatine's yeah. like clone. So it's Palpatine. Yeah. Uh, he basically he cloned a version uh, like a Jedi who was then uh, eventually became Ray's mom, essentially, right? So now Ray is like half Palpatine, half clone. <laughs> I, I I think uh, this there's always a theory that ties. <laughs> everything to Palpatine, you know? So funny. It's and, got, and it's got it, his fingers and everything, man. I like, know, I know. Right? Ray's, Ray's already half-clone, right? Her dad was Palpatine's clone, correct? That's true. But now, yeah. she, I guess she's a purebred clone because both the parents yeah. are clones. Yeah, well, what I saw is like, yeah, I saw stuff, I saw a lot of stuff like that. Like, There's a lot of theories going around about, about what she could be and what her significance is, but... Uh, you know, like, it's funny. She has like, the same haircut as Palpatine. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the same, same exact hair. hair. Palpatine. <laughs> I think it's just like a coincidence, <laughs> honestly. But I mean, yeah. uh, her force sensitivity might be might be more of a might be more of a thing. But that theory is pretty crazy too. It, I it mean, it makes sense that that Palpatine would be maybe getting the the Kamin- Kamino, uh, yeah, 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 yeah to, to experiment yeah. with like um, I think so too. That mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean it, it's, I mean because if you flash forward uh, from the point of this show, it's about thirty years later is when Mandalorian takes place. So it, it's not super far fetched to think that you know that plot line has already started because in Mando, like they they are kind of insinuating these clone engineers are trying to do something with you know, extracting midi-chlorians from the child and yeah, trying and would, to do something with it, right? So. Exactly. So it'll be a good lead-in for that. And so there's all these unfinished storylines of cloned for sensitive things. So it makes sense that they yeah. would stick to that. I think that does make a lot of sense. Do you think they're going to get more involved with the rebellion or are they going to stay on their like kind of job-to-job bounty hunter keep, keep getting sc- screwed by Sid who charges them more than I, yeah, I jobs. <laughs> I have no idea. Here's, here's another crazy theory of mine. I mean, this is a Dave Filoni show, right? Like like the rest that are happening. Uh, is it possible that we'll see the child at some point? Is it possible that we'll see Grogu? I hope not. It feels too cameo, yeah. like cameo-y to me. But I'd I also wouldn't. too soon. Like, yeah. I also but, wouldn't yeah. rule it out. <laughs> to bring in a character that we was like just created, you know, in another show. Yeah. Right. I kind of want to bring just in like, like old characters we haven't seen in a while, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but I could see them doing something like that. <laughs> or like timing, timing wise, it, it, it kind of makes sense to me. At least because in season two, I think it was episode five or whatever it was. It was it was the Jedi episode where Ahsoka reveals his name. He, she fills in a little bit of his past and where he's been this whole time. And she said that someone took him from the temple during the purge and yeah. his memory goes dark after that. And he just remembers hardly anything. Right. So because they put him in a box, he's in a box for yeah. I mean, he had to fed somehow, but yeah, it's. I mean, to me, I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, like, what could have, like, what were they thinking when first off they made the character? Like, did they have a storyline in place that will make sense later? And does the, the does the vagueness of that kind of for now? 
this is what we're supposed to believe is that he forgot what happened in the last or maybe he's hiding what happened in his mind from her right to to be able to decipher what that is because he doesn't talk so if that is the case like you know what actually happened and is there a plan in place to tell that story at some point and if there is is this the show to do it no yeah because when do you include mark grogu like in a hundred exactly. years when he's an adult <laughs> right i mean like when when do you tell that story or if it's ever going to be told right i mean like unless it's going to be another maz Kanata thing as like this is a story for another time and then it just you know mm-hmm. it never happens right yeah. so you know is it going to be another luke's lightsaber lost kind of kind of thing where we never find out what happens but i feel um, like it's going to end up being like a kid's short novel or something yeah quite possibly i mean that's this is all all speculation right so i mean i'm just i'm just spitballing here but but yeah i mean it could be anything anything like that in regards to the main uh like overarching story i i would like to see them wrap up uh like the fate of camino and like the decommissioning of the clones yeah that's a good one yeah because i think that is something that's very interesting, right? Yeah. Like I think it, it'll go along. I, I bet you it'll happen. Something will happen with Crosshair, and then Tarkin will be like, "Okay, clones suck. Like we're sudden, we're shutting this thing down for good." And at some point, is this canon? Is is there a Battle of Camino where the Empire comes in and like? Not yet, but we've we talked about that yeah. um, a few times, thinking yeah. thinking perhaps was it was this a part of the Omega theory? Blake, I forget if this was because um, you, you mentioned it at some point that you thought that the Kaminoans would start breeding their own clones with a different host against, yeah. to try and make their own we'll army to folks, fight against the, the Empire or something like that, right? Yeah, exactly. Because in the EU, there was a clone on clone war where it was brother right. against brother. And it was because, like, the basically the Empire did exactly what they did in canon here, which was they just, like, completely screwed over the Kaminoans by saying all oh, your contracts are void, all that sort of thing. Yeah. And started to like uh, repress them. And so they yeah. created their own army to fight back. So that's kind of what I thought this might be leading to. Cause that, that's like that uh, in battlefront too, right? That's yeah. the, uh, yeah. that's the, the level where like, yeah, you get to be the five Oh first you're back on Chris or uh, Camino and you're just fighting yeah. all the clones that are like these subpar, like, like clones that have, you know that are just they're kind it's of a hard level the by the way <laughs> and then uh yeah you get to, like boba fett's there too i'm like how cool yeah. would that be yeah i hope yeah. they do that too so like they hired him because boba fett knew knew it so yeah. well right even though technically they all should but yeah so i i i'm kind of like gunning for something like that because i hope they don't just leave that because because that's like the overarching story right like we get like the the character story and we can still finish Mm -hmm. that with crosshair and getting their chips removed and then finding out who omega is but with the as well as far as the overarching story goes i'd like to see that yeah no that's that's a great one i would i would say between crosshair and yeah that would be a that would be a really cool one to see uh i would love to see what happens with uh when they start transitioning to the stormtrooper uniform uh i you know Mm -hmm. i know it's supposed to happen pretty soon after because it definitely happens by the time of solo which is five years later jedi fallen order stuff like that so we are in that time period right in all the eu it happens almost immediately like within like one year because 
there's lots of references to the clones complaining about how the new armor's really cheap compared to what they used to have. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and there are clones that are still kept in commission, you know, the ones that aren't dead already. Like they they do get the new uniform and have to use it and uh from this is a book that I think I read and I think I think you read it as well. Uh it came out a while ago. It's called Lords of the Sith. Hmm. And yeah. uh, one of or a few of the royal guards that protect the emperor are still clones and at that point i think that book is like seven years or four is either four or seven years after episode three it's it's like somewhere around there but uh but yeah like by that point there's still there's still some some clones and these imperial uniforms Uh, do we know what happens to clones do they just die of old age normally or is there in in the eu like boba fett gets very like he starts like degrading right it's almost like a yeah you yeah, clone cancer. So you which yeah, because right, because clone he, cancer, he doesn't yeah. he doesn't get to the point where he's like ninety years old and he's like dying of old age. He he's actually like fifty and he's just dying of like an illness. Right? Do clones get to like that venerable age or do they start degrading? First? We saw Rex make it yeah. there. We yeah. saw Rex make it there because he ages twice as fast as a normal guy. Right? Right. And. Okay. He made it all the way. Apparently, he's in Return of the Jedi now. So, yeah. I mean, it's it's like that's a 25, 23, 25 year later position in time. So, Which and he's like a Gen 50, 1 clone. So, 50 I mean, clone years. Yeah. So Actually, he's going to be like, what, like 70 years old, 80 years old? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's, he's like 70. Dude's doing great. Have you not like looked that? into this? Bryce, there's like a, there's pictures from like the, all the cast from on Endor, and yeah. there's like this old man, this fat old man. Oh with yeah, yeah. Beard. It looks just exactly like what Rex looked like for sure. But do the years line up? Because does that yeah. look like an eighty year old man to you? Uh. Well, it's canon now because everyone basically <laughs> like voted Bullied for him. Yeah, he just ages well, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm curious about how the uh, cure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? That's actually one thing. Um, uh, one thing I wanted to wanted to bring up actually before uh, before we wrap up here that I almost forgot to bring up mm-hmm. was uh, was the chips. We know from Clone Wars that Ahsoka had to use the Force to help the technology in the medical center locate that chip in their he- in Rex's oh, head, right? Yeah. So I like how they subtly acknowledge that in this episode when Tech had to manufacture a little piece of hardware to recreate the aerial scan as to where Rex's chip was removed so that they could more easy, accurately depict where they need to do the surgery, right? Because that's what the missing piece was when Ahsoka just put him in the x-ray and it's like nothing came up because it's supposedly supposed to be part of their brain, right? Um, Their brain tissue. And uh, the chip is made of like organic tissue so uh, it's too bad they didn't use this opportunity to have one of the characters develop a strange quirk due to the brain surgery yeah Yeah, who knows knows? becomes even more of a child yeah (laughs) their their eyes blink at different times (laughs) tech gets nerdy i mean they they all haven't got it out yet right we haven't seen it yeah yeah who knows 
All right, guys. Well, that's that's all I got. And unless uh, well, any of you want to bring I up had, something, I had one more really big thing we should talk on, and that's sure. that they it was pointed out that Omega doesn't have a chip at all. Right. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. Well, that's worth bringing up because that makes her even more interesting and unique. It does. Yeah. There's a lot of peculiar things about that character for sure. Because uh, she was also bred what seems to be just to be an assistant. Like, I, 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 it's hard to buy that, you know? Yeah, I don't buy it either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's really hard to buy that. So, um, <laughs> I almost I think that she was supposed to, she was like, wasn't supposed to be part of the Republic. She was going to be Kaminoan property. Like, their own personal clone that yeah. they did their own experiment with. Right. Yeah. We've, we've enhanced possible. her with the most advanced administration <laughs> techniques. <laughs> she can do so many Excel spreadsheets. <laughs> so good. <laughs> All right, yeah. guys. Uh, oh, actually, one thing I forgot. This episode finally confirms Rex as a Generation 1 clone trooper, which... Oh. Uh, I never confirmed before. They never confirmed that before because the only time it ever came up was that Rex was, he talks about at some point in Clone Wars, he uh, he brings up the fact that he was not part of the Battle of Geonosis, oh. but he was around when that happened, right? So, uh, yeah, I, I like that they pointed out that his actual like age is a generation one clone trooper, like fresh off the line kind of thing. He just wasn't Fresh deployed. Line, to, just, just too busy to go to Geno's. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. Just too happens to be too busy His to go to Geno's. His alarm didn't go off that morning. Yeah. He slept through. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry, he, he could have been left behind to yeah. protect Camino or whatever. Who knows, right? Was that their excuse uh, to why there's no 501st troopers seen on Genosis? I Well, on Genosis, that was before they even had right. designations, right? Yeah, they're all just white, and then they had the standard like green, yellow, red, like for the Captain sergeant, sergeant. Yeah, yeah, commander yeah. and sergeants kind of thing. Yeah, so uh, you know, oh, and they had blue as well, but it it didn't mean anything, I think, at that point. So yeah, I mean, it, it's uh, they, they they quickly when the the Jedi became generals, they just quickly made like a new way of organizing you know, statuses and whatever else. I have no idea where he's been. I just thought it was a cool little thing that he brought up or somebody brought it up that he's Omega brought it up. She recognized him as she just takes one look yeah. at his, the wrinkles in his face and she knows like you're a generation one clone. Yeah. Better than the clones themselves, which is interesting. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So, uh, I got a question for you guys. So the, one of the last things uh, between the Rex and uh, Hunter conversation is like, yeah, like you're running into trouble or whatever, give us a call. You know how to find us. You ever, sorry, it's, if, you, if you're ever in a bind, you know how to reach us. So what trouble do you think Rex is going to be in when he gets the Bad Batch to help him? I think personally, it's. I think it's when they're going to bring in Wolf and Gregor into the show. That early? Yeah. I, I felt they would be like post-show. Wolf and Gregor are their commanders? There are the other two clones that we know survived up right. until the point of Rebels. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I actually don't know. 
Yeah. Maybe some do with bounty hunters. I don't know. I feel like they're going to keep kind of wanting to tie into bounty hunter type oh, things yeah. with all the with all the media out. Maybe Fennec will capture him and then hold hold him prisoner so they'll show up. <laughs> Who knows? Who, Who knows? knows? But that's a good question, he though. Will that's, be back. He will yeah. be back for sure. Yeah, that's no that's, way uh, they would say that and then not do it. Oh yeah, no, absolutely, yeah. All right, fellas. Well, uh, thanks for coming back on the show as always, and uh, we'll catch you in the next one. Sounds good. Thanks, Josh. Got a blast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much for coming back on the show. Blake and Bryce, round of applause, everyone, for them co-hosting this production. I could not do it alone, and, uh, you know, it's always nice to have a secondary or third voice on the show or even more when we have these big group sessions. It's always it's always very fun to have everyone on, uh, and we, we hope you guys are enjoying the show as well. According to stats, our last month in May was the highest month ever that we had uh, people tuning into the show with, unless it was just because we dropped a ton of episodes last month and people were just listening to all of them. Uh, a massive thank you to all of you guys who have been sharing this show. It really does help with the algorithms and we're finally seeing a bit of result with uh, with potentially just that. It might also be the hype around Bad Batch. I'm not entirely sure, but uh, you know what? Thank you. A big, huge thank you to anyone, any one of you guys who has been dropping reviews, leaving those five stars, or sharing the show with a friend. It's been a huge help, and uh, you know, a massive thank you from both myself and uh, our co-hosts on the show. Anyone in the Escape Pod, you know, it was just a, a huge thank you to you guys for doing just that. So keep it up. Uh, you know, I, I love uh, I love doing this show, and you know, we'd love to see the reward of people actually tuning in and listening to it. And if you guys can continuously helping us out by uh, word of mouth, just chatting about it, feel free to tag us in your social media posts at SW Escape Podcast. Check out the description of the episode below for links on how to get in touch with us and leave a voicemail. And until then, we've got lots of content coming your way. So stay subscribed, ad-free to Star Wars Escape Pod, and we'll see you in the next one.